<laughs> all right, so we're doing it. We're doing it all over again. Round two. Fight. Uh, guys, it has been so long since we've seen you. We've missed you all. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. <laughs> Every time I mess up the script, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't even know where to go. I gotta say that same line all over again. But today's show, recorded on the same day as the last one, is Stuff We Like. We're very excited about it. Very excited, Stephen. Very excited. And I'm also very excited about our next sponsor. Now, I know a lot of times we joke around about the sponsors and everything, but this one, you know, is very serious. Something that's very near and dear to my heart, and I'm sure yours as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are a number of animals that have been abused and mistreated who need your help. So please consider adopting from Dolores Mayfield's Crippled Panthers. Adopting an abused and terrified jungle cat can make a world of difference to its health and recovery. Each apex predator comes comes in a Jurassic Park-style containment crate that will be unleashed in your home while you're at work to make the transition. (laughs) (laughs) To make the transition easier for the animal. Upon arriving home, you'll experience a rush of joy slash adrenaline. (laughs) 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 Upon arriving home, you'll experience a rush of joy slash adrenaline as you play with your new pet (laughs) slash master. (laughs) Visit Dolores Mayfield's crippled. Visit Dolores Mayfield's crippledpanthers.fakeorg and use coupon code DEATHISEMINENT to receive free shipping. Dolores Mayfield's Crippled Panthers. Start fearing for your life today. Wow. What a worthy cause. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's a little something for the, uh, not quite a charity, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's something to be aware of. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, these, uh, these Panthers need your help. So uh, absolutely. please, please uh, adopt today. <laughs> that was great. Uh, thank you for the wonderful ad. I am normal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to email your questions and show topic ideas or dog pictures. Uh, or if you get a panther from, uh, uh, this place, uh, Oh yeah. If you adopt a panther, send please. us a picture if you're allowed to. Of your mangled face, yeah. uh, <laughs> a mangled selfie to, uh, let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. So, uh, yeah, Brent. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Steven? I'm great. What it's great doing? to be here. Cool. Welcome to the show. <laughs> what are you drinking today? Uh, I am still drinking the the same Boddington Pub Ale from last week. Um, oh, wow. It's just, I've really been nursing it. Mm-hmm. It's really taken a long time. It's a tall can. It's a it tall is. boy. Uh, you know what? Could be a tall girl, you know? Hey. You know what? I don't like the sound of that. Tall uh, person. It's a, it's a, exactly. Yep. It's a, it's a tall gender non-specific <laughs> can, and uh, it's, it's just taken a while to get through, so... Loving it. A T G N S C, you might say. 
Exactly. We've yeah. Exactly. We all Easy. know what it stands for. Guys, we all know it. Just start using it. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I already forgot it, but it's fine. <laughs> TGI Fridays is, uh, is what you said. Um, and I'm still I'm just drinking some water, so that's what yeah. I got going on today. So um, cool. I, I think we don't have any shout outs because we already did uh, shout outs on the last show, and mm-hmm. it hasn't actually been a week, so there are no more. That's yep. it. That's it. Uh, so we're we're just gonna jump right into it. Cool. So today we're just doing some stuff we like. Uh, we're just going to get run through. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, straight out the gate right now, uh, that I don't really remember what I've recommended before or talked about. <laughs> okay. So as I was making this list, I was like, I should keep a master list of what I've talked about. I, I'm pretty sure I'm safe. I don't think I've talked about these things so far. I'm, I'm pretty good with my list. But there was a number of things that I was like, oh, I should mention that. Have I mentioned that? And then if I have, how in depth have I mentioned it? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. it, it could be interesting in the, in the future, but I'm going to try to keep track of these from now on. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have no problems. I remember exactly <laughs> what you and I have I, said. I jot it all show. down. I jot it all down as I, <laughs> yeah. as I come up with it. That, that's the only way I can do it. Cause I would be in go. the same boat. So yeah. I, I totally understand. Um, do you have a master list then? I, I do. Oh, so I need a master list. You you were on board with that from the get go, and I I just uh, put it in my notes on my phone. Yeah, so that's you know it's the best way to do it. I write a lot of notes on that on those apps, and uh, so I need to start doing that. That's not the important ones. Well, apparently not, Brent. But I'm sorry, friends. Never. Damn it! (laughs) It's our first fight. On the show, guys, I apologize. You had to see that or listen yeah, to that. It got pretty ugly. Um, it did. Well, I, for, I forgive you, Stephen. I'm willing to accept you back. Okay, so moving on. We'll, we'll table that discussion for now. Uh, but as a, a, a gesture of goodwill, why don't you lead us off? Okay, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is the movie Pop Star. Which came back in or came out in 2016 mm-hmm. with uh, Andy Samberg and the lonely Lonely Island guys who mm-hmm. did a lot of skits and songs for Saturday Night Live. Um, uh, Akiva and then Yorma are the other two guys. <clears throat> Can't remember their last names right now because again, I've been sipping on this beer for a week straight. Yep. So uh, <laughs> memory's not not great. But um, do you have any famili- familiarity? No. Yeah. That no. That worked. Familiarity. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i am aware i have seen this movie oh you have seen it i have oh okay i didn't know that Mm -hmm. oh man i i watched it on new year's day my wife went out running like a sucker and i stayed at home (laughs) and just continued to be fat and uh watch watch movies sounds very american oh yeah usa usa (laughs) uh suck it canada so i and i bought this movie a while back when it was on sale on itunes um it was like 4.99 4.99 or something like that and I just hadn't got around to watching it yet so that's what I did I sat down and I loved every second of this movie so wait just this last New Year's Day yeah or you've mm-hmm. seen it before that no this was the first oh, time interesting okay cool yeah so um I didn't realize it was a mockumentary mm-hmm. I I just thought it was like a a narrative mm-hmm. uh, like story but um man I love mockumentaries like going back oh, yeah. to uh Spinal Tap and um 
Oh my God! What's the? Uh, I can't think of the director's name who does uh, like Best in Show and yeah, Christopher Guest. Yes. Yeah. Those yeah. that whole series is fantastic. All the movies he does. <laughs> great. Yeah. They're great. So yeah. uh, I was thrilled when I got into the movie and it was set up mockumentary style. So for those who don't know, it's mockumentary is like a uh, a comical documentary. Like it's people playing parts, like actors playing mm-hmm. parts. Uh, if they have a script, it's very loose. It's a lot of improv and things of that nature. But, my God, the the, the songs that are in this movie cracked me up. Mm. I Wanna Fuck You Like We Fucked Bin Laden. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the song that kicks off the movie, which is uh, Humble. Um, I oh, think it's yeah. called Humble or I'm Humble, something like that, where he brags about how humble he is, yeah. but he's not, which reminds me of a certain commander-in-chief in a way. A certain commander-in-chief. So, uh, but yeah, Popstar was two thumbs up for me. Uh, if my right. dogs had thumbs, I would have had them give mm. thumbs up sure. as well. So uh, I loved it. And it was one of those movies where as soon as I was done, I wanted to go back and rewatch it again immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. But yeah. I wanted to, and that's what really counts. <laughs> but what did you think of the movie when you saw it? Uh, it's okay. Uh, I want to watch it again. God uh, damn. I know it. I know it. Another <laughs> fight. <laughs> you guys can tell the tension is boiling over from our earlier fight. Mainly uh, sexual. <laughs> I watched this uh, with my buddy James and uh, our friend Kayla. Um, we all were sitting out in my draft house together, and, and I watched this over at his house on his he actually had uh, bought a projector from me, but we watched on the projector, which was cool, um, in his little theater room. And uh, um, they had seen it and loved it, uh, Kayla and James, and Amanda had never seen it. And I thought it was good, but I um, talked to James afterwards because James loves the movie Hot Rod uh, with okay. um, Andy Samberg as well. And when I first had seen Hot Rod, I didn't really care for it. And once James said it was like one of his favorite movies, I was like, I'm gonna give it another shot. And I watched it just like a year or two ago, and it's mm-hmm. it's so fucking funny. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Have you ever seen that before? I saw it once after it came out on video. And yeah. That was it, and I thought it was just okay at that, yeah. at that point. But it grew on me for sure. So give it another shot. Um, and I wonder okay. if it's the same thing. Like I love the Lonely Island. I loved all their skits. I love Andy Samberg. I liked um, all the stuff they did and all their songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, from SNL and all that. And so I liked a lot of the songs. I thought they were great in this movie. Um, there's, it was very over the top and it was to be expected. It just maybe wasn't what I was feeling that night or whatever, but I, I definitely wonder if I would like it more. Um, and I just need to get another shot because uh, some of those songs are really catchy too. That's, oh, they're very catchy. That's they the thing with their music. Of that. Yeah. 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 So. The modern SNL cast, they do skits like that sometimes where they have like mm-hmm. music videos or whatever and they're just not as good yeah like for whatever reason the lonely island they make their songs super catchy and i yep. think the production on those songs are top notch as well they really are yeah it's the thing is yeah. they do it really well like a song <laughs> yeah, yeah. And i love that justin timberlake is in this movie as uh <laughs> andy sandberg who who plays uh the character connor for real yeah uh, he's uh timberlake is his chef and it, he's in the in the movie for <laughs> so just little that. cameos but um at a certain point, we see uh, the chef has pre- prepared some food for Andy Samberg, and uh, Justin Timberlake is watching Andy through like a window in his door, and he uh, sees that Andy likes the food that he's eating, and it's just the, the reaction on Justin Timberlake's face <laughs> is so funny to me. That's and awesome. He, uh, he comes back at the end as well, but uh, man, I, I love this movie, and I'm looking forward to watching it again. Cool. Well, maybe sometime when we're together, we should watch that, because yeah. I, I definitely think, and it was... True to the case, even though I didn't care for that much uh, with James and Kayla, it's fun to watch movies with people that really like them. So, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a fun one to put on. So maybe we'll tr- we'll try that date sometime. Yeah, probably. What not. is your first 
first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first time. <laughs> Just gave up on it. So uh, I don't even know what week this will be out. Now, this will be after uh, Groundhog Day. But uh, Groundhog Day right now, as we're recording, is coming up in like a week. And so I figured it'd be a good time to talk about the movie Groundhog Day from 1993, starring uh, one awesome Bill Murray. Uh, I have seen this movie maybe more than any other movie. Oh, wow. uh, because I used to put this on when I went to the video store, uh, among the other movies that I would put on all the time. Um, this one I always put on, and especially on Groundhog Day, I would just play it over and over again all day as an like homage. You were reliving it. Like I was reliving it. So for the eight hours with my shift, I watched this movie, which is probably an hour and a half. So I would watch it multiple times that day until someone took my copy. Like people would oh, like yeah. we we'd play whatever cops we had in the store on the TVs around the store, and then people would be like, "Hey, I want to like it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, I should watch Groundhog Day." That was part of the purpose. So I eventually had to bring my own copy uh, so that I could watch those. I would bring my own like stuff from home so that people wouldn't take them from me. But uh, but yeah, so I've seen this movie a lot, and I just think it's fantastic. Uh, it's directed by and written like co-written by Harold Ramis, and you were laughing at something outside. What's going on? <laughs> there was somebody walking their dog, and the dog stopped and. He hunkered down like he was going to poop, but I guess he just peed. So, <laughs> but you just like watching it all on, go down. Poop watch because <laughs> this guy he didn't have bags with him. He hey, really got to pick that up. Keep us. Keep, oh, is on your lawn? Yes. Were you about to go have to yell at someone in your lawn? I was gonna have Brandy do it. <laughs> That's so accurate. <laughs> you should have filmed her. We could have put it on our Twitter. <laughs> um, so That's if it happens, right. keep us on poop watch. You let us know. Keep us uh, abreast of the situation. Poop, poop watch twenty eighteen. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, directed and I guess co-written by Harold Ramis, um, who was another Ghostbuster, and uh, uh, stars also stars Andy McDowell and Chris Elliott and Stephen Tobolowski, who uh, plays Ned Ryerson. He's like this insurance salesman in the movie, and he just is like one of those character actors I love, and he does a lot of stuff with Slash Film. They do a podcast together about his life, and he's supposed to be really cool. So I've always meant to, to look into that, too. So uh, just a lot of good people in that movie. Um, I, for some reason, though, just really loved that movie. Um, apparently, whenever it was released, it was like didn't get that much buzz critically or commercially. But after a few years, um, it was like quickly known as like one of the best comedies of all time, and has since been like in the early or like mid two thousands. It was inducted into the uh, uh, like Library of Congress or whatever, like they do uh, for like being historically significant. So it's just like become like this big thing, and now there's like a there's a Bollywood version of this movie, a remake. Are you serious? From, yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, there's a musical that came out last year based on it as well. So it's just really cool, and I'm glad that people do give me respect and everything like that. But uh, I definitely try to watch this every Groundhog Day because it's just a fun movie, and it's one of my favorite Bill Murray performances. So um, do you hate it? Oh no, no, I I like this movie. I just, I just haven't want seen to lead it off of that. N- <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate it? <laughs> Here's something I'm super invested in. Do you hate it? Tell me why. Um, no, I, I certainly haven't seen it as many times as you. I've probably seen it maybe twice, three times yep. at the most for me. Um, but those I do are rookie like numbers. It. You need to pump up those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put it on a loop at my house, I guess. Yeah, you should. Um, but uh, I am intrigued by this Bollywood idea. Like, do oh, they, yeah. Like, they wouldn't celebrate groundhog day oh, yeah. in, in india you know like that has to sound like such a weird like we're it's, used to a, 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 a date 
throughout the year called yeah. Groundhog's Day. So it's it's just like a, a term that we use. So we're we're kind of used to it. But to like other people, like if there was like Ostrich Day somewhere, we'd be like, what the fuck is up with these weirdos? <laughs> I'm so but, I'm looking for it now to see if they uh, if they say anything about it because I don't know what the it's like a, a time warp movie, but I don't know if they have the same premise, but I would actually love the idea that they would just keep the same premise and act like it's totally normal, even though like nobody in India would know what it was about. <laughs> Here we are at Groundhog's Day again. Uh, we all know what it is. It, it's all good. You understand. You understand the premise. Uh, it is called, uh, what is, how do you pronounce a C and then two H's? Do you think that's still a ch? Sound is sure. there a Chahodo Kalki Batane? Oh, him. nailed it or her. Yeah. <laughs> but a, a workaholic wakes up to find himself stuck in a time warp. Uh, same kind of thing. Um, oh, it says until he meets a mystery man who gives him life changing lessons. So he has like a mentor that does not happen in the other one. That, that'd be interesting. Uh, uh-huh. but yeah, you know, it's got all your favorite Indian stars, um, Barka, <laughs> Bisht. Belhaji's in this? Yeah. Wow. Raghavendra Kadahal. So, all yeah, those we people. Get, we got to stop. I feel like we're going to get labeled for a hate crime. <laughs> we're trying. Uh, we always try to, to talk about the, the things and the people involved and the things we like. Uh, I've never seen it, though, but I just thought it was really fun that that was uh, made somewhere in the world. Uh, yes. And it's like, it was like, from what I heard of it, it wasn't like, uh, like Happy Death Day, you know, other movies like take that premise of like reliving the day. But like the way I heard about it, I was like, oh no, it was a remake of Groundhog Day. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I really need to get involved with that. <laughs> Straight up. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's weird that like Groundhog Day is, uh, synonymous with a time warp type event, you know, mm-hmm. where, I mean, it's not like Groundhog's Day itself is about a groundhog reliving its day over and over again and that's why it's called that or what like well hold it, on now a, they're, they're, new remake oh cartoon there remake i think you're pitching an idea here brent and i'm on board with it bring me the guy who made the porgs <laughs> that would be so good no i can totally see it now like the other one they said that he meets a guy who tells him how how his life is changing maybe the groundhog was behind the whole thing and maybe he was living his day over and over again mm-hmm Man, I think you just blew this wide open again. You were good at these theories. <laughs> I've got movie theories for days. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just the same days lived over and over again. But it's, Oh, yeah, it, of course. You know, it's ongoing. Naturally fitting. Well, um, my next thing is a mini comic. Um, this is something that I got for Christmas uh, for myself. Mm. So I uh, had ordered some stuff on Amazon, and it's I got it in the mail. And I thought, <laughs> is that how you say it? How do you feel about uh, tentacles, Stephen? <laughs> tentacles versus orifices. You were like, I got it for myself. Horrified. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I got a, a box in from Amazon, and uh, I decided to just hold on to it until Christmas. It was like a week away at that point. Cool. And yeah. uh, so that's what I did. And I got a book that I had uh, heard about called Your Black Friend, which is a <laughs> mini-comic here. And it's uh, written and illustrated and lettered by Ben Passmore who is a, uh, a black man himself. And in the book, it's just like 11 pages long. Uh, it's a, a short story here. But um, he details what it's like to be your black friend. So if it's, I guess, tar- targeted for white people. Uh-huh. And um, he's talking about your 
black friend feels this way when this certain topic gets brought up. And some of it's a little bit uh, humorous, but some mm-hmm. of it's kind of like, no, this is like what I go through whenever, hmm. you know, this stuff goes on. Um, it sounds rad. One, <laughs> it, it is really good. And I love the art in it. And I'll post some pictures to our Twitter and Instagram. Um, there's uh, one thing in here that he mentions about, um, about black voice where um, white people, whenever they talk to him, will um, try to say things that um, that they think mimics how he would speak or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and uh, he says he wonders if white people know they're overusing the word trippin'. So, you know, stuff like that. But um, I feel like I can't use the word tripping. I don't think it comes out of my mouth right. Yeah. I can't say it like naturally. I feel like I'm, I would be like tripping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you must be tripping, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, would, it comes out right. But um, the, the art in this is great. The, the coloring, there's a lot of flat colors, meaning that there's not um, like any gradients or whatever, but he uses mm-hmm. those colors really well. And the, the, your black friend, the, the character in this is, um, instead of using like browns for his skin color, mm. it's more like, uh, purples, uh, or mm. some like purples and, and maybe a little bit of gray in there. Um, but, uh, it was really well done and, uh, very inspiring that, that, uh, somebody could just put together a little mini comic like this yeah, and awesome. sell it out there. I got it off Amazon, so it was really easy to get if anyone's interested in it. But, uh, yeah, your black friend by Ben Passmore check it out and check out our Twitter and Instagram and I'll, I'll post a, a few pictures there. Yeah. And uh, so you can check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I would like to actually uh, read that. So next time I'm in town, maybe I'll steal that from you. You son of a bitch. Well, I'm doing it. Steven, you must be tripping. <laughs> See, it, it sounded right right there. You sounded good, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, not me. You got, you have to pronounce the apostrophe <laughs> at the end of it. A lot of people don't do that. Turnt. Um, <laughs> so my next one is a, uh, a Twitter, uh, handle to follow, uh, which is thoughts of dog and it is at dog underscore feelings. And, uh, it's awesome. Uh, I might've mentioned it in the past. I don't think I've talked about it so much. It's something I like, but I actually, uh, it's one of the brightest moments of my day whenever I see it pop up, uh, especially amongst Twitter uh, that it can be a little heavy and stuff, and it's always just really funny. So Thoughts of Dog is by this, the creator of We Rate Dogs, where you can send in pictures of your dog, and they will write little snippets, and, and uh, We Rate Dogs. Did I say that okay? Yes, uh, yeah, just the idea that they would rate a picture of a dog. Oh, right yeah, I know, and they're great. Have you looked at them before? Wait, did you think you said We Rape Dogs? Well, you laughed afterwards, and I was like, wait, <laughs> okay. did, I not, did I not enunciate properly? I wanted to make sure. Yes. We rate dogs. Um, yeah, so they you send in pictures, and they, they'll they write, like, 13 out of 10, this dog, whatever, and, like, make up funny stuff about him, whatever. But uh, Thoughts of Dog follows one dog who looks like a, a golden retriever, I think, and the picture is he's got, like, a, wa- a big slice of watermelon in his mouth, and he's just, like, smiling. And uh, it, it's just, like, these funny stories about what happens in his day from his point of view. There's, like, a... Uh, punctuation is all messed up. There's like a period every like three or four words and like nothing's capitalized and he, he spells things wrong like friend, like F-E-R-N instead of friend. Um, but they're always really funny. So um, definitely follow uh, at dog underscore feelings. Thoughts of dog. Really funny. Looking at it right now. Yeah, it says the uh, the pinned tweet as of this point. It yeah. says the human says period. 
there are two options, double period, inside or outside, <laughs> period. But if they would, period, elevate their mindset, period, they would uncover, period, a third option, stand, period, in the doorway, period, and sniff the air. Yeah, so I like to read those like every little break, like, if the human would just do this, then yeah. they would. Uh, <laughs> and it's funny like to think of that little, that picture of that little dog, whatever, or that big dog, uh, saying things like that. He watches a Skittle under his fridge all the time. Uh, he's on Skittle Watch, so he'll like update every every few weeks about Skittle and make sure like the Skittle's still there. Uh, don't worry, everybody, and all this stuff. So uh, it's just really funny and, and a good distraction. Uh, so I send him to uh, my wife Amanda at work. Uh, I'll send her quotes throughout the day and stuff if I find them, and I'll send her thoughts of dogs just to brighten both of our days. It's always really fun. So they're just a, a really cool little. I like these like fun little handles. Like he gets retweeted and and liked like 24,000 for every tweet like it's like a big yeah big account and uh but they're they're really good so i just followed them myself so thanks for the heads up on that excellent love it uh my next topic is kind of a tv show it's on netflix something that you can stream right away it's a four episode series up to this point called the toys that made us have Ooh, you seen or heard about this no i've heard of it is it great Oh my god, I love awesome. it. So, there are four episodes out of a total eight. The only reason I know there are eight is because in the theme song at the beginning of each episode, <laughs> they mention that it's an eight-episode series, which kind of bumps me out because the first four are great. I would just want them to keep making more and more of them. Yeah. Um, I guess they could just update the theme song at that point. But, um, so far, the episodes are, in this order, Star Wars, Barbie, He-Man, G.I. Joe. And then later mm-hmm. they're going to come out with some more episodes. It's like Hello Kitty and Transformers mm. and some other things. Um, and I watched all of them. Um, it was one Saturday night where um, we had just watched a movie and ate dinner. And my wife was falling asleep during the movie or TV show we were watching. So I thought, well, I'm going to flip it over and try this first episode of The Toys That Made Us and just see how it is to see kind of get a feel for the documentary. I ended up watching all four episodes that <laughs> night. So I just powered right through them. How long are they? they like an hour? Uh, they are uh, less than. Yeah, the Star okay. Wars is the longest one at 51 minutes. All the other ones are about 45 or so. Oh, that's easy, yeah. And um, it's just fascinating to hear, like, the history of how these different toys were made, like the Star Wars one. They, they mention that, you know, like, the Star Wars figures are, like, three and a quarter or three and three quarters mm-hmm. tall. Like they're, they're smaller figures than, than what you would expect normally. And they go through how that sizing was determined, which was really just a guy holding up his fingers <laughs> and then the toy guy holding up a ruler to his fingers to see how tall. That's and, funny. Um, it, it was really interesting. Yeah, that's uh, fascinating. Even, yeah. Even the, the Barbie one was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting a lot out of it um, because it just seems like it's, like a, a, a girl toy, I guess. And I didn't really know how much there was well, beyond Brent. It's 2018, what? man. Uh, it's not a girl toy. It's a gender, gender neutral milk. Hotel. Gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm saying is it's not something that, that I grew up sure. with, you know? So I didn't really know a whole lot outside of these these dolls and maybe where they came from but like it goes through the whole history yeah it's cool. and it was one of the more interesting episodes to me like by comparison huh. for everything else interesting. um and there's an interview with a former head of i think it's mattel that <laughs> when they interview this lady she has like what i can only describe <laughs> as <laughs> a boneless female human body skin <laughs> 
on a chair draped behind her and they get it in the shot it's never addressed it's so weird it's like it's like the bones were sucked out of this woman's body and, and her like boneless carcass was just hoisted up on this like chair in the background it is so weird it's so that weird. They could have just moved the camera a little bit, but the, the camera guy was like, oh, this is fucking strange. Is I'm going to get this in every shot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's awesome. It was bizarre. Um, and then we've got the, the He-Man episode after that, and I had some He-Man toys when I grew up, so okay. I, I really like that that one. Um, and then G.I. Joe is the fourth episode. Um, I thought that one was, was okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not looking forward uh, to it. <laughs> not looking forward to it uh but i liked it but i mean like all of them were were great uh uh-huh. but i think my favorite two were probably uh barbie and then star wars yeah cool i'm sorry he-man and then and, and barbie mm-hmm. um the the series overall is is uh i'd give it a you know like a a nine out of ten yeah. or so um i wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10 just because of that weird boneless female body <laughs> in the back of that that barbie sounds episode. like it should but, go to 11 because it's just so weird. You know what? You're right. You've convinced me. <laughs> you should go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> just like Spinal Tap, like we mentioned before, we're going to turn yeah, it up to 11. Um, but yeah, definitely check out the toys that made us because it was fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you, I'm glad you saw it and recommended it because uh, I've been hearing things about it and it's obviously shown up on Netflix uh, for like they're recommended and everything, but I just mm-hmm. haven't given it a shot yet. And uh, I thought it was going to be longer than that. So um, that's easy to like pick up like one episode and you give it a shot like randomly. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely. Yeah, those yeah. other four episodes can't get here soon enough. Yeah. So do you know when that's coming out? Like uh, have they said that when their break is going to end or whatever? No, no, I haven't. Uh haven't seen i i just know what the the other um toys are um mm. the hello kitty one i'm really looking forward to because i want some goddamn answers about hello kitty <laughs> like why is it so popular i don't like, get hello we, kitty at I, all. it's it it's there there's no like cartoon show here yeah there's, but the the hello kitty logo is everywhere yeah i don't why i don't why <laughs> why no i'm answer. with you there I, I when you said that one i was like well i'll probably skip that one but <laughs> I, I'm down for a good show, like you said. Like uh, Barbie, I mean, I didn't play with him, but my sister did, and and they were just they're just anonymous. So it's like that'd be cool to watch a show about them. But uh, I'm with you on the the answers for for the Hello Kitty. Um, like a well done documentary is going to be good about whatever subject mm-hmm. it is, and it's going to get you intrigued by it, even if you're not otherwise. So mm-hmm. um, that sounds cool, though. Yeah, I definitely have to give that a shot because I've been wanting to watch that anyway. So. The, the Star Wars one is the first episode, and that's right up your alley. Yeah, I mean, I think, so. that's yeah, super easy to get into. And and I have yeah. not older ones. I have uh, I have some of the prequel toys still that we were like these would be worth. You big got all bucks those Jar Jars. All the Jar Jars. I got like the. I love uh, some parts of the prequels are cool. Um, Darth Maul is really cool. I think I have one of him. Um, the the droids they have in those where they like roll around and stuff, um, mm-hmm. or even just like the look of the regular droids that are like precursors to the stormtroopers. Like they were cool. So, uh, yeah, there's some, 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 some toys I still have that are kind of cool like that, but that would definitely be neat. My, my brothers grew up, and so I grew up with a lot of their leftover Star Wars toys and stuff, um, some different action, action figures and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, definitely neat. Yeah. So uh, my next one is uh, kind of going back to uh, Thoughts of Dog, uh, just Twitter as a whole. Um, I use Twitter a ton now, and I used to not, so I just wanted to kind of say so it's something I like that I use a bunch. It's um, I used to go to... CNN first to get like breaking news. Uh, I subscribed to the Washington Post, so I'd go to their website for more articles and stuff. But 
I got to a point, and there's so much going on right now politically that um, it's so rapid fire that I needed a platform to be rapid fire, and Twitter delivers that. Uh, I I would inject it directly into my brain if I could. Uh, I want to know, just like everybody else that's like addicted to Twitter, I am like constantly on it looking for updates and stuff and being like mad or frustrated when there aren't updates uh, from people. And uh, it's like... I now I'll go to CNN maybe briefly just to like glance at the headlines. And if I see something, I don't even click on it. I go to Twitter and <laughs> I want to see, cause people will like, what I like about it is you can choose your own people, but it's not so much. Um, I try to choose people. And then when they, they retweet p- people, I might find new ones. That's how I found thoughts of dog. I was, uh, Mikel Jolay, who is the lead singer of the airborne toxic event, which is my favorite band. He is very, very active on Twitter politically. And so I follow him on there and he would retweet thoughts of dog and I found that, and I started following them. So um, other political people, like maybe ones I haven't heard of before, and then all of a sudden I'm like, they seem like they're really smart or funny. I'll follow those and get get a wider range. And um, it, it can be anything from people trying to explain situations to you, um, like that are going on that you might not qu- clearly understand because they have like a law mind, or it might just be commentary it could just be fun things like thoughts of dog like for whatever reason i i don't like most social media and i didn't i was i've been on twitter for years uh i did my movie reviews on there at first and now i switched to letterboxd but i still use generally the the twitter format of 140 Mm -hmm. characters but uh i like that they're just like quick snippets of information and it's kind of like uh, a main line of adrenaline the of of political news for me uh or whatever you want though so Mm -hmm. um I know it's not for a lot of people, but for some reason, it's it's a good social media for me. So I like it. I don't I don't write as much on there. I retweet stuff now, but uh, I like to just get the news coming fast and kind of be able to digest it all. So yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, just uh, now that it's updated to 280 characters, yep. then whew, that's like reading a novel. <laughs> that's every crazy. Time, you know? It's good though. So Even that's like small. It's not too bad for yeah. other articles and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's good. But it is good. I like it. Um, and my next topic is going to be... <laughs> it's going to also be a, uh, a TV show. This one's actually on TV. It was Robert Kirkman's The Secret History of Comics. It was mm-hmm. a six-episode series on AMC. And uh, Robert Kirkman is the creator of The Walking, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, not The Walking Dead. You don't want to pronounce that apostrophe. Nope. The Walking the, Dead. They, they do have a G. <laughs> they do. <laughs> So um, the the first season, I don't know if they're going to make more. I hope so, because this one was equally as good. Um, first season uh, is six episodes long. The first one, uh, first episode is uh, The Mighty Misfits Who Made Marvel, and it details oh, cool. the, the history of Marvel Comics. Um, usually the, the, the topic is focused to not an overall publisher. It's usually like a span of time or sometimes a specific character or uh, imprint mm-hmm. of publishing. Um, so this one really focuses on Stan Lee and Jack Kirby starting the Marvel Universe with Fantastic Four, uh, Iron Man, Thor. Um, they mentioned Captain America. Stan Lee didn't create Captain America, but uh, Jack Kirby did. Mm-hmm. And they kind of go uh, into depth on their relationship. They're, they got a little bit um, burnt out on each other at a certain point and jack he went over to dc comics for hmm. a time then came that. back to marvel and and all of this stuff so uh, that one was really good the second episode is the truth about wonder woman and um this one uh, i've heard some people on another podcast say that this was 
one of the least interesting uh, episodes, but I thought it was still pretty good. Um, there's a dramatization uh, in this episode. Like they, each episode functions independently of the other. Mm. From what I could tell, they were all directed by the same guy, but in the Marvel one, um, there's some animation, some comic book style animation they use. In the Wonder Woman one, they use actors who mm. act out uh, some okay. of these creators and everything. But um, the Wonder Woman, if people don't know, the, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, William Marston, who created the light detector, also created oh, Wonder Woman. weird. Which makes sense, since she has the lasso of truth mm. and, and whatnot. So there's some connection there. But also, he was married, and both he and his wife had a mistress. Or not a mistress, a, um, a girlfriend, I guess. Together? Um, yes. Damn. Yeah. So they were, they were a triplet. Yeah, so Wonder Woman back in the day, she started out being very progressive, and they go through her history up, up through the movie and everything. Mm-hmm. So that one was really good. Um, third episode is the trials of Superman and the uh, Simon and Schuster who created Superman. Their battles with DC Comics on trying to get some mm-hmm. some of their rights back mm-hmm. and, and everything, um, which was really really interesting. Um, City of Heroes is the fourth episode, and that details how comics reacted to the events of 9-11. Oh, um, yeah. And it, it went into a lot of depth on mm-hmm. that. Uh, that was a really well-done episode. Um, the Color of Comics is episode five, and that details Milestone Publishing, which, to people who don't know, um, a lot of superheroes are white. There are a lot of white superheroes. Really? So there was a, <laughs> a selection of uh, black creators back in the, the 80s who got together and set up a publishing company within DC Comics called Milestone, and they featured black superheroes. But they weren't, it wasn't a one-size-fits-all type of black. Um, it's, you know, just like regular, uh, you know, characters of any ethnicity there's Mm -hmm. different variations in personality um within you know that uh what do you call it Uh, (laughs) Uh, man (laughs) we recorded two shows today man (laughs) (laughs) it's okay (laughs) brain farts all over the place then the final episode is uh image comics declaration of independence where uh six or seven creators from Marvel Comics in the 90s. They left Marvel, started Image Comics, which, as we know today, publishes The Walking Dead, Spawn, Savage Dragon, a bunch of independently owned um, comics. So Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the stuff I I knew about already, but I didn't know in detail. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty good about going into detail about some of those topics. So uh, definitely something to check out. And like you said, I mean regardless of subject matter a good documentary is a good documentary and and this was the same way and each of those are about 44 minutes long cool Uh, it was made for tv so it's yeah um you know got room for commercials and whatnot but i hadn't heard of that show at all that's awesome that sounds really fun i just heard about it on a on a podcast and i thought what is this yeah what what is this now so uh like i don't without watching tv without getting commercials or even you know commercials for other uh, things like I don't watch The Walking Dead, so I'm sure that they probably advertised heavily with The Walking Dead. But uh, so. outside of that, yeah, I didn't know that existed at all. So that sounds really cool. It was. It I would was. be interested to, to know, especially about uh, Marvel is just so interesting to me, and their mm-hmm. uh, their their characters, but also going back to to Jack Kirby and Stan Lee and those guys, and just how they created this thing, and just their whole journey sounds kind of fun. So uh, that's really cool. I'll definitely check that out. Definitely. Uh, so my next one is an actor, 
Um, just recently, and actually for the last few years, I've randomly thought about him. Because uh, he's the love of my life. And Jason Siegel. Uh, I just feel like I haven't seen Jason Siegel around a whole lot and I love that dude and he's been in a bunch of good stuff so I was trying to make this list of just stuff I like and I ran across something I ran across Forgetting Star Marshall in my movies and uh, I was like man uh, I miss that guy he's not in a whole lot of stuff but uh, yeah I just I really liked him and a bunch of things Um, I and I just haven't seen him in a whole lot so I I wrote down two he's actually done some stuff recently that I've heard of and I've heard it's good Um, he did the end of the tour a few years ago where he plays an author, um, David Foster Wallace or something like that is his name. And it's like a real story about, he wrote like this book that was like, um, the book for like Gen Xers to like describe like their world or whatever, or like he's a Gen Xer and just something amazing about that. But it's like about him going on the book tour and he's like a, he's like depressed or something like that. There's like some parts that play out, um, with his character, but apparently his, his acting in it was really, um, really, really good and recognized. And then he's on a show, or no, sorry, a movie, I guess, on Netflix called The Discovery, uh, which is where someone has proved the existence of an afterlife, of like a god. And so it's dealing in a world where people start killing themselves because they know that there's a next step and they don't need to stick around for it, that they get to go to it. And so it's like people either stick around or they don't. And so it's like what happens in a world where we finally have an answer to that. And uh, although I don't ascribe to that belief uh, that there's an afterworld or an afterlife. Um, I still think the concept is really interesting and it plays out like in a sci-fi way. And I don't know much about it. Um, it has uh, the actress in it. I can't remember right now. She's from the social network and um, I can't remember right now. She's also good though, but it just looks good. Um, it's got Robert Redford in it. Um, so I know he's been in some stuff, just not as much. I feel like he was in four movies when I looked him up in 2011 and like two movies each year, like around that. And then like, one movie here or there since then. So uh, I just feel like uh, I miss him. I, I haven't seen him around a lot. And I uh, always just really dug, dug him. He's He was on uh, Freaks and Geeks. He just seems like a good-hearted dude. And uh, does, he pops up online a lot, doing random stuff at concerts or whatever. So uh, just hope he, he gets more stuff again. And I, he might be out of the limelight because he wants to be. I'm not sure. So Hey, Jason. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you doing okay? You doing okay, boy? You, you going to come back? Come back, man. You're so happy and, and smiley. <laughs> you did a movie with puppets in it. We all like yeah, it. Yeah. The Muppets was great. I love that one. And I, don't even, I wasn't even a big fan of the Muppets. I didn't really grow up with them that much. Uh, and uh, that movie is great. So, Here's the thing. When I said uh, when I said puppets, I totally forgot he was in the Muppets. I was thinking of oh. uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> and that too. He's yeah. a big puppet guy. Oh, man. Maybe the biggest. He, he's a big puppet guy. Maybe he's a puppet. Do you oh, ever think shit. about that? Do you ever think about anybody but yourself? Nope. <laughs> Never. I don't know why that turned dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I just like that dude, and uh, hope he does. He gets more stuff. He has. He's writing books and stuff. He wrote a book uh, called like Other Worlds or something recently that it's like a sci-fi book. So I know he's doing some stuff, and maybe that's what he wants to do right now. But uh, I just realized like it, it's one of those people that um, he was around in a lot of stuff for a little bit, and then you kind of realize like, man, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. And uh, it's just so weird when that happens because I don't notice it for like a few years for any given actor or actress. And uh, then it's like, wait, I haven't seen him in anything. That's weird. So It is weird, especially since we've all seen his dick. Um, yep. And Sarah Marshall. <laughs> it's like he just showed up, showed his dick off, and then he was gone a few years later. You can't just tease us with the D 
and never bring it back. <laughs> you know, yeah. is that what you're saying? Sure. <laughs> same, same thing. Same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so that discovery, did you say it was a show or is it I a movie? I thought so at first because it's on Netflix, but I think it's a movie on Netflix, the discovery. I just haven't watched it yet. So, but, uh, okay. I'm not sure who directed it, but, uh, it just seems like a cool concept. So it does. Yeah. I definitely go back and watch that. Yeah. Sounds yeah. interesting. Now you don't believe in an afterlife. Do you believe in an afterbirth? Uh, from what I've heard, but I don't like to think about it. On the next episode of Let's Talk About Stuff, the afterbirth episode. Stay tuned. I'm going to skip that one. So. <laughs> um, so my next uh, topic is a podcast called 11 O'Clock Comics. Um, as I had uh, mentioned before, I lost uh, my daily podcast with Kevin mm. and Bean, and then uh, Hideous Energy, which was a comic book podcast, went away. So uh, I, was, I was just filling out the dumps, you know? Um, but I rediscovered 11 o'clock comics and it's a podcast that I had been, uh, subscribed to for probably about a year and a half at this point, but I let a bunch of episodes get logged up and everything and, uh, went back through over the past two weeks or so and got caught up. I like, I had episodes starting back in like August or September. And so I was catching up on those now. Their episodes are even longer than ours, so <laughs> their, their average episode is like around three hours or so. Damn. Um, and then once they got to their 500th episode, that was almost six hours long. What? So it, it was a lot of listening. Damn. Even listening at uh, one and a half speed yeah. like I do, it still took a while to get caught up, but it's just so, so good. They I talk about pretty good about ourselves, though. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse, right, ladies? Keeping it a scant so, two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Our wives can surely appreciate that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, they they get in depth on um, on different comics. Sometimes it's modern stuff. Sometimes it's uh, collected books or uh, maybe issues of of comics from back in the you know forties or fifties or whatever. But um, they usually go in depth on you know the different artists and writers and cool. um, and all of that stuff. So um, it's one of my favorite podcasts. Now that I've gotten back into it, they. Um, I had mentioned they've got a Patreon, and um, I went ahead and, and pitched some money in there. Mm-hmm. And at a certain level, you get a shout-out, but it was so like early on, I totally forgot. So by the time I got to my shout-out, I was like, oh, shit, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of weird. That's fun, but, though, yeah. Uh, but yeah, 11 O'Clock Comics. Check it out. Uh, if people want to give us money, we'll, we'll probably shout you out, too. I mean, we got nothing else going on. So Oh, yeah, that's good. We don't have a Patreon or no. anything, but just feel free. Uh, we're using the Cash App now, so if you want to Cash App us... <laughs> Uh, email us. We'll give you our cash app stuff and then you can send us money and then, cause we like money and then we'll say your name. So now Steven, are we using the other apps? No, we're not. That's what I hear. Okay. We're not using those other nope. apps anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, ahead. by the way, this is a, a joke from uh, pot save America that they use the cash app and they don't use the other apps. But, uh, I, I, I'm not sure which one I was listening to, if it was just pod save America or one of the other ones the other day, but they had an ad where they said that their fans are coming up to them now and saying we're not using the other apps. And they're like, you know, guys, that's not the tagline, but it's become the de facto tagline for them because they say it so much. And I'm like, man, this is getting really meta. I like this. Because I would totally understand it. If they just like said that out of context, I'd be like, yeah. if someone said we're not using the other apps, I'd be like, yep, I know exactly what that means. So Got it. They really Put did. Put it on a shirt. There you go. They would, they would sell that. I would buy that yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Um, so my next one is, uh, a band, um, that I don't recall mentioning before. Um, Slayer, uh, close slut face. <laughs> That's legit. What? 
That's what they're Are called. Are you serious? That's, that is slut actually face? what they're called. Slut face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I partially like them, obviously, just because of the name. Um, yeah. They used to really be called slut face with a U, and they were kicked off of Facebook for it, I think, and couldn't use it because it was like uh, a bad term or whatever. And so they they are from Norway, so they used I'm not sure what it's called with the O with the line diagonally through it. Uh, okay. They use that which which has the same sound, so there's still slut face. It's just spelled with like an O with that line. It looks like it. slut face. It looks like slut face, but yeah. it is slut face. Um, so I I found them in a random way, but I legit like this band a lot, and I, I've been listening to them again because they just came up with an album uh, before they had just an LP. But uh, my boss, um, her family, like half of her family is from Norway. And this is, the lead singer is her, like her second cousin. So they were touring in the U.S. like in a van, this band. And they're not that big, but they're getting more recognition. And they were in Seattle. And so uh, my boss and her husband and some friends were like, hey, let's just go to Seattle and like meet up with them and just go see their show and just hang out in Seattle for a few days. So they did that, and she came back, and she was like, yeah, I saw my cousin's band. They're actually pretty good. It's not my kind of music, but I liked them. And we were like, what are they called? And she had to be like, well, they're called Slutface. Uh, you know, so it was really funny at work and everything. But uh, we looked them up, and the first song that I saw was titled Empire Records, which is one of my favorite movies. And I was like, well, that's probably not a coincidence. Um, so I listened to it, and it's a song about wanting to work at a record store. And she references Empire Records and... Um, now I'm blanking on the other one. Uh, High Fidelity with John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love both of those movies. And it's they have a sound that's kind of like um, kind of like they could literally be on the soundtrack of Empire Records. Empire Records is like a 1995 movie about a record store that's closing down and being taken over by a music town, like a big conglomerate uh, chain of music stores. And it's full with, filled with like 90s uh, alt pop and everything. And that's what they sound like. They sound like a throwback to that. So... Uh, the two songs I wanted to recommend are Bright Lights and Empire Records from their Empire Records LP. Uh, but they have a new album right now that I, um, I've been listening to. I don't like all of it, but I like some of their songs are really, really good. And they're just catchy and poppy, but uh, they kind of have a cool cool throwback sound. And it's like I didn't really think I was missing any like 90s style music like in a new way. But I was like mm-hmm. once I heard them, I was like I think I was. like I think I kind of needed this. And uh, they're just fucking catchy, just cool. And they're called Slutface, so can't go wrong. <laughs> How can you go wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, is this something that's available on like Spotify yeah. or iTunes? or? Yeah, I was actually uh, curious because they're not that big. Um, that uh, and, and with their name and stuff especially, that uh, it's kind of weird like looking for them online. Um, but yeah, they're on iTunes um, and they're on Spotify. I found them on there. So all of their songs, they even have like live shows and stuff that are recorded on there from something um so i have them on spotify and then uh another thing you reminded me of just now i'm glad uh that's really cool is one of their new songs on their new album that i like a lot i found because i was listening to edgar wright's 50 top songs of 2017 and apparently he does that every year on spotify he releases his 50s top songs and one of their songs is one of his favorite songs last year and I was like, that's fucking rad because they're a really small band trying to make it and they're really good. And there you go. Edgar Wright, who had the, arguably the best soundtrack, maybe against Guardians 2, uh, you know, of, of a movie last year with Baby Driver. And uh, his music is, you know, the, the music choices he makes for his movies are iconic and everything. So him liking that, that band and that song, I was like, that's really rad. They're like, they're making it. Like, to me, that means they made it, you know. 
that yeah. Edgar Wright chose them. So uh, that was just really cool. But uh, I would also recommend that that playlist of his. Uh, look those up because they're really fun. I've been making my way through those as well. So now, if you, somebody searches for Slutface, do they have to spell it S L O T? That's what I do now. Yeah, and it usually finds okay. it just fine. Yeah, I don't think I ever okay. search for Slutface anymore. I tried it in the beginning because I was like, I gotta look that shit up. Because it's slut face. looked this up on my work computer. Exactly. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I was like, if my boss, my bo- if that came back, my boss would be like, actually, it's my cousin's band. <laughs> yeah. She could vouch for you. Definitely kind of weird to look up, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, you're almost like, I don't really want to do this. But yeah. So they're a cool band. I, I like them a lot. It's a very memorable name. That's for sure. Um, it reminds me of um, my friend's uh, brother. Uh, played in a band and he was living down in Texas at the time and he was we were eating lunch with him and he was catching us up on all this stuff and he's like yeah we uh, I went to go see this one uh, one guy spinning at this club his name was his name was DJ Muppet Fucker <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's a hell of a memorable name isn't it and it was because I remember it to this day you can instantly picture that so yeah oh yeah they already have a handhole so I think it was Jason Siegel. Oh, he was, man. He was spinning? He was on the wheels of steel. Maybe that's why he hasn't been in as many movies. <laughs> He's been doing that on the side. I didn't realize. He's been Muppet fucking. <laughs> Again, with the apostrophe. <laughs> of course. Um, so my final thing on stuff I like, and I like mo- no more stuff than this. This will be the final thing wow. I like in my life, is a movie on Amazon Prime Video called 24-Hour Comic. Hmm. And it follows... Uh, I think eight different individuals who meet at this comic store in uh, Seattle. And there's this thing that comes around every, I think October called 24 hour uh, comic or the 24 hour comic challenge where um, comic artists have to uh, create a 24 page comic in 24 hours. And um, a lot of the time it's just like crudely drawn or whatever. Um, and a lot of the times people don't finish because staying up 24 hours is, <laughs> is a challenge, especially as you get older. Yeah. Um, so, um, but the, the documentary was really well done. Uh, very interesting. Um, and some of the people complete the challenge. Some people don't. And um, it's something that I'm going to try to do later this year. So I'm going to try to save my uh, vacation time for mm-hmm. that whenever uh, whenever I can. Nice. See if I can uh, pump out a comic. The The comic is written to, or I'm sorry, it's uh, produced where um, all of it is done from that starting point. So you can't like go in like, I'm mm. going to do a story about this or, you know, kind of mentally write your story or design your character or anything. Yeah. It's all like you're starting fresh as soon as they say go. That's when you develop your story and, and do all of that stuff. Um, sometimes people do totally silent comics where they don't mm-hmm. do any lettering or anything like that. But okay. I'm going to try to do some of that. Um, a lot of the time it's just black and white as well yeah. because coloring takes up so much time. But uh, I have always been curious as to um, the, the the process behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this documentary gives you a good insight on that and... Um, I, I'm definitely going to try it this year. That's so. cool. Yeah. I may not survive, <laughs> but, uh, well, that's okay. We'll have a, a backlog of episodes that we can <laughs> All the way through get through at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool though. Um, I, they have like 48 hour filmmaking challenges where you, you get like a prop oh, wow. and a, 
like a uh, usually it's like a line from the movie that someone has to say. You get like three things usually, and you have to fit them in there. So sometimes you, you can like make up a story beforehand. Sometimes you can't. But uh, I've always found them fascinating how they teams together and just try to you know make something really quick. So uh, any of those kind of contests are really cool to me. So that's awesome. Yeah, I would totally watch I think that that's too. Awesome. Yeah, the uh, the filmmaking thing. What if it was like. Your prop, a dildo. Your line. Here's a dildo. <laughs> uh, I think they're trying to force us to make porn. Uh, we got a low. B- <laughs> we did. We did just sign up for a filmmaking contest to make some movie in 48 hours. What, what movie can you make besides a porn? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like the only thing. <laughs> There's That's an abandoned awesome. mansion that we can go shoot yeah. in. Yeah. Why are we here? Whatever. Take your clothes off. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that uh, that sounds really cool, though. That's another you, you've been really into the documentaries and stuff lately. I've been really into comics. Yeah, recently, well, yeah, so that like too. Yeah. It, any any type of uh, medium that's about comics. Yeah. Um, if I'm not reading a comic, I've been like watching a show about you know comics or watching a movie about it or whatever recently. So I'm I'm all in. I'm all and in. Stephen. Speaking of hentai earlier, all up in that that too. So just hitting every mm-hmm. every point of your life. I got turnt. <laughs> you might say. <laughs> well, listen, I had another one, but I, I think it's actually a bigger discussion. I'd actually kind of like to save it. Uh, and now okay. that we're we're right at the hour mark, so. Uh, Is it Tokyo Drift? I don't want to say. I don't want to say. <laughs> I can see the look on your face. It is. I just need to know how it fits in with all the different universes we made up the other week. Oh, that's a good line for the dildo movie. I just need to know how it fits in. <laughs> Done and done. I like Dildo, that. Dildo, the movie. <laughs> For the producers of Battleship comes Dildo. That was our two movies. They had a good one, the first run, man, but the second one didn't quite get the, the critic love they thought it was going to get. Nope. Fans really loved it, though. A little um, too much. Their, fan, their fans were just like, man, my feelings were wide open. Loved it. <laughs> loved Dildo, the movie. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, I think that's going to be it. Yep. That's it for, for this week. So, there you we, know. There we are. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, we don't have really have anything to ask the audience about this week. Uh, so uh, if you do have anything you want to say to us, if you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, uh, panther picture, uh mutilated face selfie guys please adopt these panthers they need it they need all the help care affection and pray they can get (laughs) which does include your neck it might include you in your whole body Mm -hmm. uh so please send those to us at let's talk about stuff at uh gmail sorry now i'm all off because i saw two different things and i got confused so uh (laughs) you can send those to us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com uh, contact us on Twitter or Instagram at uh, LTAS Pod, and uh, please rate and review us um, on iTunes as well. Uh, we uh, did get one recently. Have we mentioned that yet? Did we mention that last episode? No, we did not. We'll, we'll bring it up no. soon. Uh, there's a there's a pretty good one on there. So uh, please please do that. Follow in the in the good footsteps of the people that have done that before you, and uh, rate and review us five stars only. Uh, that's all. I'm pretty sure <laughs> iTunes allows anymore. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can follow Stephen, me, on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22 and follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. So Hooray! We did it. Two in a day, man. New man. milestone. We didn't even know we were going to have to meet that, but there we go. You feel accomplished? Time to record a third one. <laughs> oh, damn it. We're going into another one? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. I need a, I might need to be here for this one. We'll see. Welcome. Let's talk about stuff. <laughs> we are at hour 23 of our 24 hours of podcasting. <laughs> this was a bad mistake. We regret it immediately. We're getting them all out of the way for this year. You got 52 to go. Oh, man. That would be a nightmare. And like all of our info by the end would just be like all out of whack because everything that's changed. It's really weird. All right. Don't follow us on Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> So, Send uh, us an email if you want it read in a year from now. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, because we couldn't. Maybe we just we'll have to make everything up. In the future, I think we'll just have to like, guilt people into it. In the future, I think that so and so contacted us an email. I can't read it right now because you haven't done it yet, but you better. And then hopefully by that time they'll do that, and the next year we can read it. It's gonna work. That's right. It's a new idea yeah. for a podcast. No one's done before. You record everything for a year, one week, and then wait for another year and do it a whole another year. Welcome to pod shaming. <laughs> Why haven't you emailed us yet? <laughs> All right, so I think this will be it. So uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk again in five Later. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that too. All right. Bye. The sync word is old place. Mm. One, <laughs> two, three. Old, old lace. lace. Ooh, that's, I think we hit a good harmony with that. It's smooth. You're blowing your nose right now, Stephen. You're coming back. What's up? What? Huh? <laughs> uh, there's, I, so I'm going to lead into this. Uh, but first, the, mm-hmm. that, 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 that doesn't work anymore, right? I should just read it. No, you don't, you don't have to do that. I usually I'm not just going to. Into, oh, oh, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> coming in hot. We're all friends here. It's just, <laughs> it's just all caps and it's bold. I want to make sure I run that by the team. There are a number of animals that have been abused and mistreated who need your help. So please consider adopting. <laughs> so please consider adopting from Dolores Mayfield's. <laughs> so please consider adopting from Dolores Mayfield's crippled panthers. <laughs> Sounds like a good, good cause. Yes, it's very. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to, to cry on the show, but it's, I'm just so torn up. Uh, adopting an abused and terrified <laughs> jungle cat. I got, got me uh, choked up. <laughs> I'm going to need to, uh, to start over on this. <clears throat> so I'm going to take it from the top. Sure. Hell of an outtake, though. Woo. That was good. The next one's not going to have any laughs in it. Just watch. <laughs> Don't believe it, just watch, like Bruno Mars said. <clears throat> there are a number of animals that have been abused and mistreated who need your help. So please consider adopting from Dolores Mayfield's Crippled Panthers. Adopting an abused and terrified jungle cat can make a world of difference to its health and recovery. Each apex predator comes comes in a Jurassic Park-style containment crate. It will be unleashed in your home while you're at work to make the transition. <laughs> <laughs> to make the transition easier for the animal. 
upon arriving home, you'll experience a rush of joy slash adrenaline. Upon arriving home, you'll experience a rush of joy slash adrenaline as you play with your new pet slash master. <laughs> Visit Dolores Mayfield's group. <laughs> Visit Dolores Mayfield's crippledpanthers.fakeorg and use coupon code Death is Eminent to receive free shipping. Dolores Mayfield's crippled panthers. Start fearing for your life today. Wow. <clears throat> what a worthy cause. So, it's a little something for the, uh, not quite a charity, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's something to be aware of. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, these, uh, these Panthers need your help, so. Uh, absolutely. Please, please uh, adopt today. <sighs> well, I didn't, uh, I didn't think it was that funny when I wrote it, but for some oh reason it just, uh, it got me when I was. Once uh, you started going, I was like, I'm going. That's it. <laughs> I'm lost. Holy shit, that was funny, man. Not a dry ice. Dry ice? There's <laughs> no dry ice in the house. I wish you would have really thought that that was the saying. Not a dry ice in the house. <laughs> Wait, you know that's what that, that doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, I've always been confused yeah, by that one. I don't have any dry ice in my house, do you? <laughs> exactly. 